has been educating and inspiring individuals, entrepreneurs, and leaders for decades. He's helped millions of people to move past the mental barriers that were holding them back from stepping to their power to become a better version of themselves and live a kick-ass life. I know this firsthand as I'm Jenny, Dan's wife. And here's your host, Dan Lok. Most business owners want to scale their business rapidly, but they're not aware of what it actually takes. In this episode, Dan gets Sharon Trivasta's perspective on the most important thing to look out for when scaling. And you'll discover the three steps to grow your business fast. So listen now to discover them. How do you break out of your comfort zone so you can take the right action? The CEO of Kingston Lane and a sought-after keynote speaker, Sharon Srivatsa. Sharon grew up on the streets of India and was forced to move to America with no money and no connections. Fast forward to today and Sharon has taken his company Teles Properties to $3.4 billion in five years. And from... from different like software company how did you went from software to to real estate yeah great question so after we sold our our software business yeah. um i didn't know what to do so i i took some time off yeah. i taught tennis around the world yeah. and then i realized that i it's hard to get back in so i went to business school i went to, i got my mba and then i was an investment banker at wall street it's very easy once you get your mba that was a good feeder program yeah. so i was an investment banker at goldman sachs yeah. and a credit suisse for five years and my partner and i had um, who as a mentor yes. we had invested in a small real estate company okay. that was fledgling struggling okay. in Beverly Hills and okay. they we came in as a consultant okay and then we realized that that small business was the original founders who were going in different directions okay so we just served as a consultant and I said wow there's an amazing opportunity here yeah. the promise is that exactly what, I was like I can scale this promise yeah. so I left Wall Street I quit my job and I said I'm going to come and scale this business and that's how that transition happened I see I see and from from that, what did you do to scale that from like three hundred million to three billion? Yeah, in like five years. Five years, yeah. Because real estate is a very competitive industry, yep. right? Yeah. You have a lot of competitors. You're working with a lot of agents, a lot of moving parts, right? right. What are some of the things that you did to scale? Um, so we used. Uh, I always tell people, if we don't have like the one thing that I've learned from you is you're really great about saying, hey, here's a framework to begin your thinking. Here's a model yeah. to think about. Otherwise, you're just saying, hey, what's my idea today, right? Yes. Um, so we came up with a three-prong model to okay. scale the business. One was, hey, what is our singularity of focus? Okay. When we were a $300 million company, yeah. we were not, we could have done a lot better financially. Okay. So I looked at the partners and I said, hey, if we could be a $3.4 billion business, yeah. we all would make an amazing amount, we'd have amazing lives. Yeah. And so everyone is laughing at me. They're like, how are we gonna do that? How are we gonna do 10X? Yeah. And I said, well, it's actually really simple. If we, we all know that if we get to this number, it's yeah. gonna be a great life. Yeah. And generally the real estate cycle goes in seven year cycles, generally speaking. Right. Every seven years people buy and sell, yeah. And every seven years markets go up and down yeah. too. So I said, well, if it's seven year cycles, we're just getting into the cycle right now. We need probably a year or two to either sell the business, transition the business, etc. Mm. So take away two years. We have five years. I said, hey guys, if we can hit 3.4 billion in five years, we're gonna have an amazing life. They just started laughing at me. Yeah. So it was not it was not a, a mathematical plan to grow 10x in five years. It was a 
you know, a dream and a necessity of yes. sorts. And yes. so that, so that was the the vision. Okay. And the team got so behind that, Dan. Yeah. They would say, Sean, why are you taking the trip to San Diego? It doesn't help us 10x. Yeah. Sean, why are you doing this project? So now the entire company had this filter yes. of 10x, and it makes you very disciplined mm. in what you're. You see, so the projects you would say no to is like that doesn't fit into our overall vision, right? Right. How about do this? You get busy, you get excited, sure. you get creative. We're entrepreneurs, right? like yeah, you yeah. want to do more. Yeah, new idea every day, <laughs> but you're like, no, we're not going to do that because, and the whole team kind of holds each other accountable. Exactly, cool, and so that's cool. number two. Got, got so it. number one is a singularity of focus. Yeah. Number two is our cadence of accountability. Yeah. We realized that we needed um, a, a topic that's near and dear to my, you and my heart is people, mm. hiring people. The best people. How do you hire great people? Because I said, there's, we're going to do it organically without acquiring mm. companies. So we put together this team, 11 managers mm. uh, called recruiters who recruit salespeople to grow our, like we recruited, we had 612 salespeople mm. to grow our business. That's how we grew. Mm. And the cadence of accountability was, mm. and Dan, it was so simple. Every morning at 9.45, we would do a call. Okay. And the call was extremely simple. How many appointments did I have yesterday? Yes. How many am I committed to having today? Okay. So we would go in order. Dan, zero, three. Sharon, three, three. Jenny, two, two. So like a morning huddle. Morning that's, huddle. That's what I do, yeah, that's cool. But if when someone says zero, zero, yeah. they Ooh. never say zero, zero the next day yeah. because that accountability forces them to. Yeah. And I will tell you, Dan, that was the one thing that changed the nature of our entire business mm. because you had, you socialized the accountability. Yeah. And um, 11 managers would get on every morning and they would say their numbers. They'd be embarrassed, oh man, zero. <laughs> zero, zero, zero. What's going three? on, man? Like zero, five days straight, <laughs> something is wrong. And you don't even have to say that. What they will say is zero, zero. But Sharon, I, I, I'm on it. I have 14 you know, calls today. and I'm, So they will self-correct. Yeah. And just that 15 minute exercise changed, changed the growth of our company. And the last thing I'd say, so the first one is singularity focus. Yeah. Second one is cadence of accountability. Yeah. And the third one is I tell the team, good process drives good results. Mm. It's very easy when you're scaling to just it, hack what, it. What was driving the business? Was it to, to recruit more agents, yep. right? That was mainly it, That's right? it, okay. yeah. So we were recruiting agents. We were recruiting great agents that felt fit the model, fit the culture, so that they could go sell more. Mm, got it. Yeah, and, um, it. and provide a platform for them, which was the 52 days a year, yep. and to sell more. And the last one was this good process drives good results because we said if we're making a promise on delivering this 52 days a year mm. off, I still need to deliver that promise. So we yes. need a process that we can depend on. Did you use any of the background, the skills that you've you've you've, you've accumulated through technology to, yeah. with, to with this business? Yeah, totally. Uh, a lot of the efficiencies that we encountered. Software. Software. We all we, there. We always say there's three ways to get leverage, right? One, you got people that can help you. Yep. Two, you got like workflows that can help you. And three, you've got systems that can help you. Mm. So we always said, hey, what are the people? What, what are the workflows? Workflow, what are the systems? System. And generally, when you have those three in line mm. and a person leaves, mm. it's okay. You can still backfill. Too, yeah. uh, but most people, their infrastructure is their people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard no to- No workflow, no system. No workflow, no system. So I always, whenever I, like the CEOs that you mentor, CEOs that I mentor, I can look at their business and say, hey, what's your singularity of focus? Yeah. All right, great. What's your cadence of accountability? Yeah. Well, let's talk about process. Yeah. And generally with those, you can start to figure out where things are broken. Well, usually one of those is not working. Two of those are not working. Yeah, generally it's two of those are not yeah, working. Makes sense. Yeah. And through this hyper growth, because I experienced this as well, I want, I want your take on it. When 
you're growing a company so fast, things break. Yeah. You have to reinvent yeah. things all the time. You have more people. Yeah. Uh, what was it like and, and what advice would you have entrepreneurs who are scaling very, very quickly? Yeah. What are kind of the things you have to watch out for? Yeah. Um, this is more like personal and vulnerable. Yeah. I honestly thought you could scale your business 10x or 20x, but the rest of your life will stay the same. I don't think you can scale one part of your life. Mm. So I thought, oh, my family, my health, my relationships, they're all here, but I can scale my business 10X. No. But no, absolutely not. No. Everything has to level up. And then the first thing that happened was my health broke down. Mm. It got so bad that I could not get out of a hospital bed. Mm. I was running the company from a hospital bed and nobody knew. Mm. And that was a rude awakening for me mm. that Yes, you can grow 10x, but when you grow something, when you scale something, your entire life has to lift along mm. with it. Your your relationship has to get better. Like my relationship with my wife got was very tough mm. at that time because she was like, "Hey, you're not showing up. You're you not know, here. You're, you're not, not here. Around. Not with the children, etc." And I fixed it this time around mm. and brought her into the process. But I honestly thought, "Oh, it's just business. I can scale it." And when my health broke down, I really realized In that relationship. Every, so I almost believe that, so the reverse is also true. Mm. If you just upgrade one area of your life and you're open, other areas of your life will start to float up because they have to level up with, with that. Mm. And that was a big realization for me. I never knew that before. Yes. And now for you and me to do more, we yeah. probably have to be fitter, smarter, stronger, yes. have better capabilities. I just thought I could work harder. Yes. And the, I don't think the work harder is, yeah. is smart enough. Um, the second big lesson I learned was being really honest with your true core skill set. Mm, mm. uh, your strengths. Your strength. I brought on a chief operating yeah. officer way too late in the game. Okay. Way too late. Because okay. I thought, hey, it's my company. You run it. I run it. Who can do it better? No one can do it as, as good as me. And I think yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that. Yeah. And the CEO that I brought on said, he said, Sean, like I hired a pro professional CEO and he's, he's so amazing. He's the other side of my coin, very similar to members of your team. And he said to me, he's going to be my partner for life. He's amazing. Mm. And he said, Sean, I'm never going to do it as good as you. Mm. But if I get 90% of the way, mm. that's good. Like that means you're not involved at all. Mm. And so that made me really think about, hey, how can I go hire some, am some amazing key people that, yes. uh, and treat them as partners, yes. treat them as partners and yes. say, hey, that's, that's Evan's role. That's Desmond's role. Yes. And thank you. If Desmond says yes, if Evan says yes, it's good. Yes. And that was a huge revelation for me because I thought uh, that if I knew how to do something, that gave me the credibility. Uh, yeah. And I had to break that. And, and sometimes, like entrepreneurs, we a lot of entrepreneurs where they could be control freaks, right? They're like, "Oh, this is my baby. You, you, you know, you don't, you don't know it. Let, let me do it." <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. That's it for today's episode of the Dan Lok Show. Head over to thedanlockshow.com and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. You are guaranteed to expand your thinking, your network, and your network. So be sure to subscribe to the show today. Dan also has a gift for you. Go to www.danlockshow.com because there are bonuses when you subscribe.